Hello and welcome to ETOF 21 Sports Podcast for June 3rd. How is everyone doing? My name is Eric. I'm the man behind ETOF 21 Sports. You can find my work on Twitter at ETOF21, on Instagram at ETOF21 Sports underscore, for free daily horse betting picks at ETOF21 underscore horse underscore racing, and for free fantasy football advice at ETOF21 Sports underscore fantasy. Can we believe it's June? Summer is upon us and it is flying. We have a great show for you today. Um, as always, Brandon's going to come on. He's going to talk some NASCAR. XFL Jim, sorry, U- XFL Jim's going to come on. We're going to talk some USFL. Um, yeah, great show. Real quick, I'd like to thank uh, my new BFF, Jabori Williams, for coming on Spring Fever that Jim and I did. Uh, great guy. Make sure you guys check out that interview if you haven't already. Really informative. Um, he told tells some crazy stories about, you know, Playing Japan, his time at Wake. Great guy, world class guy. Went above and beyond with the interview. Really appreciate that. Make sure you check that out. Um, before we dive into everything, I want to talk a little bit about the NBA. Um, Jordan Poole. If the Warriors have any chance this series, Jordan Poole needs to be better. And what do I mean by that? They lost by 12 points. And Derek White scored 12 points more than Jordan Poole. That shot at the end of the game was awful. Um, No, shot at the end of the half where he hit the side of the backboard. He's such a liability on defense. Um, And he's talking about wanting to get $20 million. You scored nine points, bro. You look like a lost puppy on defense. If the Warriors want to win, they need more out of Jordan Poole. And if they're not going to get it, they have no shot of winning this. So they definitely need more from Jordan Poole. They need him to up his game and deliver for this championship if they want to win it they need him to play at the level he he thinks he's capable of plus they need Draymond to hit some shots if Draymond cannot hit a three the Warriors are going to be in the in line for a long series just because that allows Boston to sag off and to hit Curry so that's kind of my assessment after game one um it's going to be interesting series I think there's going to be a long series I still I think there's going to be a lot of adjustments you can find me every single day on BTV telling you when there's an NBA game, what side I'm going to be on, and make sure you check out my YouTube channel where I give away my daily um, player props on my YouTube channel nice and early to make sure you lock those in. Like I said, we had a great show for you today, so let's jump right into it. We're going to start the show off by talking with my boy, XFL Jim, and talking a little USFL. USFL, excuse me, and some CFL futures. Reminder that Jim and I actually do this interview live every Thursday night on Twitch, so you can come and interact with us. But let's talk some USFL with XFL Jim. What is up, everybody? It's Thursday night. We got the NBA Finals going on. We just had probably the best interview in the history of Better Than Vegas drop on their webs on their Twitter page today. With, uh, I would say so. I would say I would say we followed up the best interview with the other best interview. I, I mean, we say. went from getting in fights to the stands with strength and conditioning coaches to um, talking about curry, talking about convenience stores, and I think you and I have an open invite to Japan too. I feel that that is a possibility, and I might have to take Jabori up on that offer. So for those who don't know, check out uh, the interview Jim and myself did with uh, Jabori Williams from the 
X League, X League MVP. Great yeah, interview. Sonic Impulse stud. Dude, I'm I'm was a man among boys. Is that the saying? Yes. Um, but uh, you know, we are here to talk some USFL. It wouldn't be a Thursday. You know, Jim comes on, we record live on Twitch every Thursday. Video will be up tomorrow on the YouTube page. Podcast comes out tomorrow. So let's jump right into it. We're going to be uh, using the lines from our friends over. You know what? They're not going to be our friends until they put up some Mac futures. We're just going to say bet online. Yeah, because we can say that. They're, they're not our friends until they until they give us some Mac futures. Till, till they give me a goddamn CMU football over under, you know. Um, Get them out there, damn it. So game one, we have America's team, the Pittsburgh Maulers against the uh, New Jersey Generals. The line is nine. Over-under is, you know, 40 and a half. Um, you know what I'm doing here. I'm a sucker for a good underdog. What are you doing? I'm also just going to – I'm going to start off by patently saying just I'm going to blanket blind. I'm betting every over again this week. Uh, I okay. Man, man, do I want to bet this Maulers team this week. But, man – are they disappointing sometimes? See, the, I have two theories. Like, do the generals rest their players, or do they like not care as much because they're already locked into the playoffs? Or, uh, or the Maulers just that bad? Technically, technically, the Maulers are still alive. There's only one team that's been eliminated from playoffs so far, and that that's team is that's the Gamblers. I mean, so my my thing is this. I always fade a team after they clinch the playoff spot. That's one of my betting rules. I'm going to take the Maulers plus the nine. And you know what? Plus nine. I'm taking them too. I put up Bovada too. I wonder if Bovada has a money line. You know, I, I, I would take a little 320 too. I will not take that. I will not take the money line. You know what? Kirby Wilson will fuck it up. <laughs> you just have no faith in Kirby, huh? I have negative faith in Kirby. You you have you have no faith in the Mount Pleasant Oilers new high school football coach for next year. Maybe maybe <laughs> at the high school level the those kind of antics work a little bit better, but not <laughs> in the USFL. <laughs> <laughs> um Next game, you know, this this one right here, I really – I, I want to go to the dogs here, but you made a great point on Spring Fever yesterday. Do the Stallions want to go undefeated? I think they do. But the crazy thing is, like, I've talked about it with some other people this entire season. There's been, like, three or four weeks throughout this season that I feel like the Stallions were the worst team, but they win anyway. Yeah. And, like, they covered – I believe it was a three-point spread the last time these guys played. And the Stallions covered, although that was a way closer game than it looked on paper. That was the game where uh, Kyle Sloter really got hurt. He really aggravated that groin. I'm going to take the Stallions. They just find ways to do it. I don't know. I don't know. If this, if this were any team that, like, I feel like could beat the Stallions, it would be the Breakers. I think the Breakers are, like, a really good team. But I'm gonna roll with the stallions and just I'm gonna trust this magic. You, 
maybe see a little baby hands Patterson come in, lead a little comeback if uh, QB1 can't go? You might see it. I, You might see Patterson. You might see Rivers. But the issue is the Breakers need to win this one. Uh, if they win, they clinch the playoffs, I believe. If they lose, then they – I think whoa, whoa. they – so if they win, they clinch too. I think I I. It's either, <coughs> it's either if they win, I think if they win and the Bandits lose, then they clinch. Okay, all right. Because one of my gambling things is I never take a team who's trying to win the playoffs. So because of that, this may just be a stand. I may use my stay away right here. Well, I'll look up. We'll come back to it. Let me look up USFL playoff scenarios. Okay. Um, are you going to be on this over of 44? I'm on the over. I'm on every single over, baby. 44, don't care. Don't care. Give it to me. Uh, so we'll, we'll circle back to the old uh, um, Breakers playoff scenarios. Um, Michigan Panthers against the Stars. I hate to sound like a broken record, but I can't lay points with a shitty defense. That's 100% fair. Going back, yes, if the Breakers win and the and the Bandits lose, then the the Breakers are in. Oh, you know what? I'm going to use my stay away then. This is my this this is my stay away I'm game of the, the week. I'm taking the Stallions minus 3. I'm, I think uh, I think that that sets up for a super awesome matchup um potentially next week where the Bandits and the Breakers play for a playoff spot. Okay. Um I am going to stay away here. Um, you're going to be on the Stallions minus the three and the, obviously the over 44. Yep. Going down here to the Panthers against the Stars. I mean, we're seeing a 47 and a half. Does that scare you at all? Give me that over, baby. This is a Stars game, too. Points. Yeah. Points, points, points. So are you going to be on the Panthers? Both these teams technically still alive for the playoffs. I'm going to be on the Panthers. I'm on the Panthers as well. So the, the the Stars are also playing for a playoff spot. Like if the Stars win, they're in. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be on them, and then also, I may get really spicy and do something like this. Oh, you! Th- I cannot get behind Jeff Fisher in a money line. I can't do it. I'm gonna take the Panthers in the over. Uh the last game of the week, we have the. Gamblers getting five against the Bandits. Now you would you just want to see a nice little sexy parlay? The sex, yes. I mean, look at look at that. I mean, look at that. Look at that. Plus three thousand. You were smart. Parlay. You were smart and did the gamblers first half there. I uh, you, you like that? <laughs> I do like that. <laughs> I... Excuse me. I mean, I think that's a kind of a sexy parlay, dude. Yeah, I really I, – the, the worst play in that one is the Maulers, though. I mean, dude, throw down 20, 25 bones, you know, chance to win uh, – you know, chance to win 800, dude, you know. Uncle Rico. Are, it's, it's not happening. It's not happening. I, I could very easily – because bad things happen to Todd Haley, and Todd Haley with the potential to get into the playoffs, I'm actually going to take the gamblers um, – plus the five and first half money line. But I will not take them to win the full game. I will be live betting Tampa when they are down. These are yeah, also I like mean, two of the worst adjusting, like halftime adjusting teams. 
I could, I think I what, could see the gamblers winning this one, but I just I, I can't in good faith bet them full game. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the gamblers first half money line, but then the gamblers plus the five for the game. I'm going to do that too. I mean, I, I think also that live bet uh, bandits on the money line. Um, so I am going to go, let's just review for the people here. Jim is on the over 40 and a half in the Maulers generals game. And we are both on the Maulers plus nine. Yes. In the Breaker Stallions, I'm using my pass. Jim is going with the Stallions minus three and the over 44. Yep. I am going with the Michigan Panthers plus the five and a half. Jim is hammering. Just hammering. I don't, I, the stars blind. Like all these other ones, I'm like kind of like just – you know, whatever. I will blindly bet the stars and the over every every week. Um, over forty seven and a half, and the Panthers plus the five and a half. We are both going to do the Houston Gamblers money line and the Houston Gamblers plus five, and then Jim's going to be on the over forty four and a half here. We're going to start to talk a little bit more of the CFL. The CFL is actually going to start next week. It's starting so, up, baby. It's started up. What a better time than to look at some CFL futures. Um, it's always good to shop, so we'll bring up Bovada too here. Um, I, I think Bovada at least also had the uh, – they, they had some uh, CFL preseason games to bet too. Really? <laughs> that was a very disgusting thing that they had. Um, CFL? They'll have week one. They'll have them up there. CFL. Uh, let's see the future market here. All right. Oh, to win the East. Are you still on Ottawa? Ottawa's still my best bet for the East. <laughs> Just because of the value. I, I could also get behind Toronto at plus 170. Those are the two that I see really doing it. Hamilton I like a lot, but if I was going to bet Hamilton, I'd bet them to win the whole thing rather than just the East. I mean, is Winnipeg at 120 just free money? Uh, Yeah, because like if they if slash when, when they make the finals, especially when they make the Western finals, you're not going to get plus 120 Winnipeg money line. They're going to be the favorite. <laughs> yeah. So just – so this – so to to win the West outright, this not to sound like a noob, this means they come out, they don't win the regular season, correct? If I remember correctly, I think it means they come out. Okay. I don't right. remember if it means regular season or not. That might be something to look into, depending on the book as well. Um but I believe it's like they come out. And then um Right here, we got outright. I mean, are you still are we are we still rolling with the Rough Riders at plus five? Like Rough Riders plus five fifty. I like. Uh, I don't mind Hamilton at five hundred. And basically, to me, it's take your pick between Toronto and Saskatchewan. I could see getting behind both of them. That way, if since they're on opposite divisions, you could potentially get a 
a situation where either way you win. Um, Wouldn't that be nice? What about... Let's check over here. Yeah, so you get you're getting six. Where is it? Oh, they're all the way down to four fifty here. Wow. Um. Okay. I think they have some week one stuff going on too, and we're only gonna. This is gonna be the only game we're gonna we're gonna ask about here, the June 9th game, because this game is gonna be going on when we're recording. Um. Are we just going with the stampede? Right here, home lane the three. Yeah, I'm actually I've been talking about this with a couple people. I think Calgary's due for a bounce back here where they're still pretty good. Uh where they're they're like they turn into a good team and people are kinda quiet on them. I like Calgary minus three against especially against a team like Montreal. Now obviously the game of the year. Jeez. Oh, the two bottom teams. Edmonton and BC. I mean, you, you should we just get? Gosh, should I just get really dirty with this parlay? Are you gonna add them into it too? Add the Edmonton Elks. I mean, I would get behind this, but I cannot, in all good consciousness, bet on the Pittsburgh Maulers to win a game. I mean, look at this, dude. Look, at, you could put twenty-five bucks on it. And then you and I are going to hang out with our new best friend in Japan. Yeah, but no way do the, like, the Maulers win. That's the only one I – like. I can see the Panthers winning. I can see the Gamblers winning, especially first half. The Maulers just aren't winning, dude. It's not happening. I mean, well, look, okay, so we take the Maulers out. Oh, it's I can do that one. Okay. It ruins the money, but, yeah, I can get behind that. All right. Well, I'm 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 gonna throw. That's gonna be my parlay of the week. I'll my parlay. I will I will jump on this parlay with you. Well, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna put them in. I'm gonna I'm gonna put America. Leave the Maulers out. You put them in. We'll see what happens. Watch watch like the the Elks or the Panthers lose it for us too. You know what's gonna come down to? It's gonna come down to the Elks. And um. Watch him call it. It's a tough one. Like that's not a gimme. Like against BC, it's not a gimme. They're both really They're... bad teams. I wonder what a round robin gets you. You should be able you to round... and look. Yeah. So, ooh, ooh. I mean, if you go round robin here, um, it looks like all options. I mean, if you go round robin for five for fifty five bucks, you can come back eleven hundred. That's. I mean, that's pretty. That's pretty juicy. And the round robin there. Well, or you can do one or the other. I mean. I'm probably going to do the round robin. I'll do a little bit of a round robin just because I like to swing for the fences. And I may have hit no goal for the first period at plus 625 in the Oilers avalanche game. So I'm playing with house money tonight, Man, you got lucky with that one. Hey, buddy. Scoring frenzy in the second period. Dude, 
Dude, you know, Uncle Rico can pull some stuff out. Looks like my only loss in the game is going to be this goddamn Warriors, dude. 11 points in the freaking second in the fourth period. Um, all right, so this is going to be our parlay of the week. Uh, it's going to be Gamblers plus 155 on the money line for the first half. Michigan Panthers plus 210. Edmonton Elks plus 145. That's going to be the parlay that Jim and I both are going to do. However, I'm also going to do one with the Maulers just to throw America's team in there. I can't I can't get behind the Maulers. I'm sorry. You know what? And you're going to get a – after they win tomorrow, you're going to get a lovely text message from me, my friend. I will expect it. I'm going to find the sweetest picture of old Uncle Kirby I can find and send one to you. <laughs> just send me a chicken salad. <laughs> send you a chicken salad. <laughs> it's like, it's like uh, the horse head in a Godfather at that point. <laughs> um, dude, speaking of chicken salads, dude, this is really random. And I need someone to vent, vent this to you, so I'm going to vent it to you. To, dude, long-ass day here. Hot as hell. Come home. Throw a steak on the grill. A luscious steak, Jim. Jim, when I want to say luscious steak, like luscious steak, dude, you know, I was in butter garlic, dude. I mean, I, I can't undersell this steak, dude. You know, put it on the coffee table here so I can watch a little bit of the game. You know, decide, you know, go to fill up my water, come back. My little shit dog is up on the coffee table just going to town on my steak, dude. I mean, that little piece of shit. I, lo I love him to death, but he's still a little piece of shit. <laughs> um, that's, that's, that's terrible. I mean, so. Uh, Jim, my man, thanks for coming on tonight. Uh, why don't you tell everyone where they can find you and everything? You guys can find me on Twitch, uh, at XFL Jim. You can find me on YouTube. I think as of tomorrow, I might be unbanned on Audit. YouTube. Uh, XFL Jim, Twitter, XFL Jim. Those are my main avenues. And I got, and of course, I'm better than Vegas. Find me there. Uh, USFL preview show coming tomorrow, where I go through okay. all the lines again, the morning lines. And uh, I also do a little DraftKings lineup. Ooh. Ooh, okay. All right, well. Guys, make sure you give Jim a follow. You know, he is the man, the myth, the legend. He knows top to bottom everything about all these football leagues. Also, make sure you check out Jim and my mine or my eyes. Mine? Mine interview with uh yes. Mr. Yes. Mr. J Dub himself, Jabori so Williams. Baby every uh, every Thursday. Every Thursday between like seven and eight PM Central. Correct. Um, so, guys, give Jim a follow. Jim, thanks for coming on. Until uh, next week, my friend. You betcha. See you then, buddy. That was XFL Jim. Not really sure what was up with the audio there. Maybe something was up with Jim's mic. I will be sure to get that fixed for next week. Make sure you give Jim a follow at XFL Jim on TikTok, Instagram. Subscribe to his YouTube channel and give him a follow on Twitter. Now, let's jump into some NASCAR. And Brandon, like he does every week, comes on and tells you what NASCAR bets to lock in. It's that time on a Friday, as he does every week, Brandon's stopping by on location again, dude. Back-to-back -back weeks traveling, dude. Look at you, man. Sitting in PA, doing a little dude, you're, you're traveling 
more, and I have a Christmas mug. Um, you're traveling more in a month than I probably do in a year, dude. Um, yeah, but no, you're. Not, I'm sorry. I said, yeah, you're right. That's why I'm. Yeah, dude. I'm, dude, I'm a hermit crab, dude. I'll be the first one to admit I'm a hermit crab. Um, you guys aren't here to talk about Brandon's travel expedition or me, you know, just staying at home and drinking coffee out of a Christmas bug. Um, we're here to talk NASCAR, and there's a lot of unknowns about this track just because when was the last time they ran down at um, Madden, Madison, Illinois? It's been years. Um, I know the trucks usually run there, and Xfinity has run there. But I haven't seen Cup there in years, at least me even remembering ever. I know they hit they hit it at some point, but I do not remember whatsoever because it's been so long ago. Now, my question to you is this before we jump in, and this was I'm gonna bring up the odds. And there is, you know, you mentioned the truck. You know, we're looking at Bovada just because Bovada has a little bit more options right now compared to everyone else, because we are recording a little bit earlier. The one that kind of stood out to me and you know, I forgot to mention this in our pre pre-show discussion. You mentioned how the trucks used to run there. And there's one guy that used to be a predominant truck driver in, in the field. How do you feel about Todd Gillian at 16 to 1 just to finish top 10? Ooh, I like that. I mean, I like that. and if you're gonna touch that, I would absolutely make sure that you're touching it pre-qualifying. Uh, yeah. uh, but I do like a top 10 like him. Now, to your point, ran well in the trucks for very long. And um, he doesn't really have the equipment with the team that he's with in NASCAR. But at a shorter track like this and a lot of experience for a top 10, I, I like that. Now, we're here. As we said, we, you know, we're kind of going in blind. We're just, from what I've read on the track, the track plays like a combination between Phoenix Martinsville and Richmond, kind of a combo. So my strategy going with the guys I'm looking to bet is looking at how guys have ran at those three tracks overall, which brings me to Ryan Blaney. Um, you know, best car at Phoenix. He ran good at Martinsville and, um, excuse me, Richmond. Uh, there's certain weeks that are just Blaney weeks. And at 10 to 1 on Bovada, I, I am really liking Ryan Blaney here. Being able to grab Blaine anything over seven, eight, or nine to one is usually a shocker. So seeing him at ten to one, um, I will roll with him as well on that bet. He's been strong for a while. Um, Charlotte was up and down, and I feel Charlotte was really up and down for everybody. Um, guy that I saw start well last week that I'm going to roll again with this week is uh, Christopher Bell sitting at fourteen to one. He's shown speed all year. And um, I think this is another track where you just sling the car around. And I think he's going to be able to do it here at Gateway. And um, I like that a lot. Next one, this guy's been the best driver over the last month. Uh, I'm going with Chastain. You know, this year has really been a coming out party for him. I mean, I think we're at the point now of the season. We may want to be looking for season title futures yep. on him. Um, just consistently great. He's at plus 850 here on Bovada. I think at Bet Online, he's 10 to 1. So if you shop around, you'll be able to get a little bit of a better price on Blaney. So I'm like, Blaney. And yes, I am on my second, my different coffee mug. That's, that is that is my coffee intake. I always start two different coffee mugs and just let the magic happen. <laughs> so go ahead. 
you hit the nail on the head with Chastain. Um, the Melon Man is tearing it up right now, and he's shown even if he hasn't won a race, he's been top five almost every race, at least during the race. Um, he got caught up in that wreck at Charlotte. Um, another guy that we talk about consistently that has been running very well is Tyler Reddick, and you can still grab him at 16 to 1 right now. So you have another fast car that's shown top fives, that has shown capabilities of win- coming close to winning a race. He is bound to get one. So at double the odds like that, I'm grabbing Reddick at 16 to 1. Now, this last one, and you know what? Here we go. Call me I, a sucker. I think you pick him just because you guys are about the same age. I know, dude. He's older than me. Come on. <laughs> Come on. I know I look I'm like I know I look like I'm 85 and with my voice right now. I sound like I smoke like five packs of marble red soft pack a week, but old uncle Kevin at 22 to one, you know, best average finish at intermediate tracks. He had a lot of speed to start the year. You know, he's, he's been in good positions the last month or so. I think he's due. I think he's going to get a win. And, you know, at this, at this track with not much to go on with the other teams, I think he could be in a, in a, in a line to get it. Yeah. So we've talked about it before how Harvick's been down for a while, but the fact that you see his odds slowly going down, it's telling me that Vegas is starting to lean on him more and more and starting to like him. So if you can still grab him at 22 to one um, at a track like this, that would be a huge pick right next to him is Chase Briscoe. He had another slide job to win a race and just barely missed it. So uh, I'm grabbing Chase Briscoe at 25 to one at a, a track that a slide job could absolutely be utilized He's missed out on it twice. He does already have a win. But, um, again, showing consistent speed. And if you can grab these guys in the 20s, showing good speed, you can't pass it up. Now, those are the three guys I'm betting. Um, I looked at the three tracks of Phoenix, Martinsville, and Richmond and who has struggled over the course of time on the tracks. One driver consistently over a field of seven races per track has struggled. And that's Ricky Stenhouse. So there's no real um, head-to-heads up yet. But I think Stenhouse is going to be my driver I fade this week in my head-to-head matchups. Absolutely. I would even touch him based off of his odds or qualifying for Gateway. So I'm with you on the fade Stenhouse. And do we Record. go back to fading Brad? Do we go back to fading Brad this week? My gut's telling me Yes. But it's weird how these these veteran guys, when you randomly go to a track that nobody has really raced before, how they just okay. sometimes so go up. Based on our on our past conversations with these veteran guys, Harvick, I'll put in that category. Hamlin, who else? Kyle Busch, Kurt yep. Busch, Kurt, um, Brad. But Even like, like not counting Brad, who else would you put in that category? Oh, any any guy almost over the age of thirty. Okay. Yeah. But what do those guys have? What does Brad have that those guys don't have? And we touch on it every week. Those guys are probably in the sim doing yeah. the practice. Brad's not. I mean, see, I, I might have to get on two cups of coffee with you because you seem to be on point and really pulling up some some nice stats and talks that we discussed before. I'm not even halfway through my first, so you're beating me yeah. all these. But I Dude, like. It. I've already I've already worked out. I've had my pre workout, which is basically crack cocaine. Um, 
This is coffee cup number two. I had my water and my water and lemon. Dude, I'm ready to go, man. You know, I got a ride on the Pelly. Did a little court circuit. I'm very proud of you. I stayed up a little late watching my Celtics have a dramatic comeback and just bury the Warriors in game one. So Yeah, dude, that prevented me from the sweep. I don't know if you saw little Uncle Rico did last night. Almost swept the board, but the Warriors blew it for me. So God. Um Yeah, it'll be interesting. I'll see. It'll be interesting to see if NASCAR continues to go back to Gateway or not after this happens. It is a fun track. Uh, both corners are different. Um, I haven't been on the sim, so I can't speak of the lines in the in the new car. But um, it should be a lot of fun. It's funny because it's in Madison, Illinois. I literally I've lived in Illinois for probably fifteen years now. I've never, never heard of Madison, Illinois. <laughs> I had to literally get on the map to see where Madison, Illinois was because it was close to me. I was going to go to it this weekend, but it's not. That's hilarious. <clears throat> Excuse me, um, Brandon. Thanks for taking time out of your vacay. Yeah, man. Um, come on, talk a little NASCAR. Why don't you tell everyone where they can find you on social media? Boston Boy 83, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch. Um, all right, my man. And then we will be on BTV. The show will come out Sunday morning um, with me, you, and Biho. So, guys, make sure to check that out. Let's cash some tickets, my friend. Go get it, guys. That was Brandon. Make sure you give Brandon a follow at BostonBoy83 on Twitter and Instagram. Um, Brandon, myself, and Biho will have our NASCAR show on BTV Sunday. So that will be after qualifying, so you can check that out. Uh, so that's it for the show today, guys. A little shorter show. Usually I like to have three guests on, but unfortunately, the third guest canceled. So only two guests today. So that's what it is. Two guests. Make sure you like, subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you give me a subscription, a follow on YouTube, Spotify, Apple iTunes, Twitter, Instagram. Appreciate it. Until next week, let's cash some tickets. Let's make some money.